Anthony on Air Podcast. Here we are back for another episode. We're talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Could you stay at a place where he stayed, where he has allegations against him in? Talking about that, plus a Ghislaine Maxwell conspiracy theory that we are going to talk about and who has the best bread offerings amongst all the chain restaurants like Olive Garden and uh, Chili's and all that stuff. We'll talk about it right here. Here's my two favorite breadsticks in the whole wide world, Frankie C and Jay Sabs. They're uh, in for the ride with us here. So here we go. Uh, Epstein had a cabin in northern Michigan in a town called Interlochen, uh, where there was a private school where he funded a scholarship. And actually, the place was called the Jeffrey Epstein Scholarship Lodge. It was recently renamed the Green Lake Lodge back in 2007 when he pled guilty to soliciting underage girls in Florida. Last month, a woman who alleges Epstein recruited and assaulted her over four years filed a $25 million suit. The woman allegedly recruited by Epstein was studying voice at the academy when she was just 13 years old. Just when you think this can't get any super creepier, this whole situation with Epstein, it does get creepier. But now the weird thing is, is they're trying to rent out this lodge as like a vacation home. I I don't know, like, no. why, you know, why would you, I understand that the school or whoever has it now is about to take a huge loss financially, but I feel like this is the, the Jenny house in Forrest Gump, like just bring in the bulldozers. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's too many bad memories here. Just bring in the bulldozers wipe it down and then build something else new in another property. Jay Sabs. Never mind that. Go in there with a the blue light. Why? Go in there with a the blue light. No. A blue exactly. light? No. Yeah. To catch Give all me a the black light. Um, oh black light. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, black lights are black lights look blue. I don't know why. But there you go. go. That's true. They do. I can't look. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, yes. Should yeah. the place should the place be swept for whatever? Probably. And I hope it was at I'm the sure time. Yeah, I'm sure it has been. But now is the time where st- structure and everything. It's got to go. You can't like they literally have this thing listed on like, you know, like vacation rental sites. And look and look, it, it's like a disgusting Michigan cabiny motif that kind of goes along with the stupid plane that we saw not that long ago. We talked about that link in the description on the YouTube channel if you now, want to see. Uh, did they refurnish? Did it, uh, hopefully they did like a, a renovation to this place. No, I, I hope. I don't know. All I know is, is that they, they renamed it. I know that. During the 90s. Oh, well, all's forgiven then. Yeah. During the 90s. The Interlochen Center for the Arts was a boarding school or is a boarding school that Epstein donated to. So he would constantly just give a ton of money. According to MLive.com, the tuition there cost $38,000 and with boarding cost $60,000 a year to send your kid to the school. And this is so messed up. The lodge was listed in Epstein's notorious little black book. 
the book had the names of uh, many famous people, as we know, Alan Dershowitz, Harvey Weinstein's brother, Bob Weinstein, Courtney Love, Donald Trump, this article points out. Um, the book also had the name of two students who had attended Interlochen. Epstein's address book had the entries Michigan Home and Epstein Lodge, as well as the P.O. Box and address for Interlochen and three local phone numbers. From 1990 to 2003, Epstein funded the lodge as a donation to the school. Former students at Interlochen said they recalled Epstein and Maxwell appearing on campus. Epstein stayed at the lodge for a week in August of 2000. The school said it had no record of any complaint lodged against Epstein. It has long claimed that the school's policies would not have permitted Mr. Epstein any unsupervised access to students. Not only did Epstein fund the scholarship lodge, but he also hosted events for Interlochen alumni at his New York office, as well as his seven-story townhouse. Among the graduates of the Interlochen boarding school are big names such as singers Nora Jones and Jewel, as well as actors Felicity Huffman and Ter Terry Crews. Uh, Epstein's ties to the school stretch back to 1967 when he attended its national music camp. According to the Daily Beast, Epstein took a course titled Bassoon Orchestra Radio. Last month, a woman filed a suit against Epstein uh, against Epstein's estate for more than $25 million. The unnamed woman who claims Epstein recruited her in 1994 when she was just 13 years old and a student at Interlochen was allegedly abused for more than four years. That's uh, that that there's a whole bunch of bad mojo in that place. That's that's one, another one of those places that's got to be torn down, build like a, a shelter there or something, something positive there. Get rid of the building. It's not worth it. I mean, like, especially now that an article like this comes out, which, again, like this is this is the point of true journalism, because nobody wants to get the wool pull over, pull over their eyes. And you got to write an article like this to make everybody know. Thanks, Jenny, for illustrating that. You got to write an well, article just, just in case for the, for the hearing impaired. Know. Right. You, you got to write an article like this just to like let people know. Could you imagine like you take your family like, oh, let's go for a nice little, uh, you know, northern Michigan vacation. Let's rent this beautiful place out. No. And then you go to find out it was Jeffrey Epstein's place. I mean, that's nah. that's awful. I feel like we need to create the only people. You know how we have like contact tracing for COVID? We need to create contact tracing for Epstein. Like we need to find out where he was, where contact he stayed. Contact Hotel rooms, like you know, Airbnbs, whatever, whatever. Like I just want to know where he's been, so we don't have to go anywhere near that. This guy has been. Uh, I mean, how old was he when he died? Fifties. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, he's been a, a million places. I'm sure he's owned a million homes or whatever the hell it is. We've got to, you're right. We have to go back and see where he lived through all these decades and just, just clean sweep the place. That's just it. map it out and wipe it all out. That's what, again, like I said, Jenny house and Forrest Gump. We just need a Forrest Gump to come in and bulldoze everything. Bloomberg yes. likes giving his money away. We can get uncle Mikey to come in here and donate oh, some okay. cash. To go dropping the bucket for him. Yeah, exactly. All right, so here's what's interesting. Uh, Mike Yoder put, I guess, started this conspiracy theory on Twitter, and it's really sort of taken off. And I want to know what your uh, what your opinions are. We'll get Frankie's opinion and Janine's opinion, and we'll also get your opinion in the comments below on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, wherever. Within weeks of Ghislaine Maxwell's arrest, federal agents recovered 123 missing children in Michigan 
39 missing children in Georgia, 25 children in Ohio, and the search is ongoing for 150 more. Mike Yoder on Twitter uh, lamented, I can't help but think that this doesn't tie in to the arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell. So they've been finding all these children, some of them in like sex trafficking rings, and uh, people think that this is Ghislaine Maxwell uh, giving information to authorities. Now, this article here on the dailydot.com points out that a lot of these things, including the 39 kids that were recovered down in Georgia, uh, by the way, it wasn't like they just busted open a door and there were 39 kids there. As some people are making it sound. This was 39 kids recovered through a period of time, you know, all within an area, uh, but still regardless. Um, so they're saying that that investigation was going on for years and years and years and had nothing to do with Ghislaine Maxwell. But it's hard to ignore some of the other things in here, like the 123 children in Michigan um, and uh, the 25 kids in Ohio. I don't know. Like, again, I'm not I, I wouldn't doubt that this this is a conspiracy theory that I, I feel like could go either way. I wouldn't doubt either way if either way turned out to be true, but gut feelings here. I mean, what do you think, Janine? I don't, I don't see it. I don't know. Um, first off, I haven't actually read like a real true article about these children. Right. Cause I, I mean, mean the, the, there's not a lot of information out there. Right. And this daily dot makes it seem like this is business as usual. Like there's always children going lost. There's always children being found. Right. Uh, you know, there's always things going on like this, like this is coincidental. But it, like, do you think it's coincidental? I do. Frankie C. Uh, it's weird because I don't know what the numbers are before this story came out. Like, are they finding, you know, a bunch of children bef like before uh, Maxwell was was. Uh, in jail, was it were the numbers like this, or is this like a huge uptick in kids, a number of kids found? I mean, uh, what's, right. what's the difference before and after Maxwell's in jail? Yeah, I, and I think, and so according to this, the, the, the children in Michigan were found since 2018. So again, it's one of those ongoing things. So that's but before. It's weird though. Like you get these little theories and little nuggets of information that start online, and it, the thing just like sprouts and grows. I have a yeah, question. Just because one thing has a, a something in common with the other, it doesn't mean they're connected. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. But who's got the hawk in the back in the background? <laughs> that oh, would be that funny. would be me. My. <laughs> It's uh, actually, I think it's a blue jay or a bluebird or something because I have my back door open in case my dog wants to go out. Um, and then it's the yard. It's the backyard. Okay. Ooh, okay. So these conspiracy <laughs> theories that are popping up, people are saying it's the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Do you know what this is? Oh, yeah. I think I wrote the book on that. <laughs> the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon is like when you become aware of a certain topic you become we'll more <laughs> hypersensitive to it. And oh, right. do we lose Frankie there? Right. And then you think everything ha is related to that, right? And then you think that everything has to yes. do with that one thing. So it's like, it's like how you, you know, you see something somewhere or somebody tells you about a song or whatever, and then you hear it like 5,000 times since right. that, that moment. That you, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Um, I, I, I too think that th this is 
it's one of those crazy coincidences, but I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. Like if I mean if, the, the number of kids found, that's a major deal. That sounds like a lot. I don't yeah, know right. if that's the usual case for a normal investigation or something, but that's a, that, that's a big deal. Agreed. It is a big deal. So, and it, like when my wife told me about it, like she told me about it a couple of days ago, she's like, they, they found like 120 something kids in Michigan. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, that's huge. And then I didn't like read it. And I was like, and then she was like, we have to hold on to our children when we go out. I'm like, you're right. We really do. Like you kind of feel well, like, oh, those leashes. Yeah, you feel like, oh, that whole abduction. Th- like when we were growing up, though, I feel like kids got adu- abducted a lot more than today. I think so, too. Yeah. Don't you feel that a way? Lot more secu- Maybe if that's true, there are a lot more cameras around. There are a lot more people. I, I don't know if there's a, a higher awareness today than there was back then. Who knows? I just feel like I, I remember like one summer in particular. I remember like kids were getting like swiped up like crazy. And two strange guys like pulled up to I was hanging out with my cousins in Jersey. Two strange dudes like pulled up to the house and they were like, where can we get a burger and fries? And my cousin was like, who's a little older than me. We were kids. You know, she's she was like, I don't think she might have pointed to a stand and said, we don't know. And the guy was like, I can't hear you. Can you come closer? Oh, no, no, no. And it was so creepy. And like my, you know, like my aunt popped it like onto the front porch because she was like, what are you looking for? Get out of here. You know, and they did. They got out of there. So it was like this weird. Cre- I never, ever forgot that moment. That was so creepy and bizarre. That's weird. Yeah. But um, I remember growing up and there was like a, a, a rumor in our neighborhood that there was like a white van going around. So we would always, whenever we see a white van, we would run into the yard or whatever we would do. We would avoid it. Yeah. So I remember knowing about stuff like that when I was a kid and actively trying to avoid other people. So I think it's helpful. I think it's helpful when uh, parents tell their kids that stuff like that is possible. Oh, yeah, definitely. I wonder about that. Did you hear about the white van thing too, Janine, though? Because I, I feel I like... I did. Uh, is, that, uh, is that like a like a what is it a urban myth urban legend yeah yeah that feels urban like legend. an urban myth urban legend that probably has like some 10 percent truth to it like how like you can get razor blade in the apples around halloween time <laughs> like that that whole thing like <laughs> i'm sure oh, there God. was someone that did that i'm sure that wasn't no i i think this sto- no i think yeah. the story is is that it had like one person did it and it grew into yeah, this maybe such a huge thing that it's spread all over the world of like don't take the apples because somebody put razor blade but like it, it, there's a difference of one person did it somewhere and then everybody telling you this happened to my cousin like yeah he, this happened to my cousin you right know. yeah that's true <laughs> like i just did five minutes ago <laughs> when i was by my cousin's house <laughs> But that is so true. I could tell you. But but yes, always a white van. And I feel like the Astro van was a real that Astro van was. Um, my father in law used to have that truck. Is that right? He did. The Astro van is like Hitler's Freak. mustache. It, there's you just can't <laughs> assu- you can't look at that mustache and think anything but Hitler. You can't look at that van and think anything else but somebody's kidnapping a child in that van. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I have, to, I have the Astro van. I, I'm, I'm, you gotta have to put a picture up or something. The the white Astro van is the Hitler mustache of kidnapping oh, yeah. children. No, my father used to have like a bluish grayish one. So 
why? Like, uh, why? I don't even know why. Like, there are so many other vans that you could use for work that are that are better. Than better that. not a rape van. The <laughs> and that rape van, yeah. Do you know how many white Astro vans they have on the Law and Order SUV? Yeah, lot? exactly. Like <laughs> that would be SVU. What did I say? <laughs> did I say SUV? You said SUV. Yeah. I'm not the only one drinking today. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you get the point. Like, look, like it here, like, this is just a great. Here's a great little example. Of, <laughs> there's a couple of images of the Astro yeah. van. They're just that's that's the van you get abducted in, like for sure. Yeah, avoid Slides those. open. Do you guys want some candy? Yeah. I don't think. I mean, no one no other van company sponsors this video, so we're not like trying to put down exactly. A no. By Dodge. No, but I, after a while, I, I don't think they make the Astro van anymore because I think it got so like bad reviews yeah branded as like the abduction van that they just like all right we got to stop making these and they just call their van something else i don't think they call it the astro van anymore bad but rap anyway all right final topic here on the podcast today uh this is uh trending on twitter right now and it's uh it's an interesting topic to discuss who has the best bread offering out of all the major chain restaurants and I'm sure I, like, I have a, I have a I, yeah. You guys like all have your favorites, but let me give you the uh, let me give you the list as uh, this person had originally tweeted, and I found it funny that they tweeted the list and left off the Cheddar Bay biscuits of Red Lobster, but they oh my god, what? Yeah, they later added that back on. Okay, so it's okay. Interesting. We, we yeah couldn't have at first, but but they came back around on it here. Okay, so they listed Olive Garden. Texas Roadhouse, Outback Steakhouse, Cheesecake Factory, um, and Red Lobster. Those are the five right there. I agree with uh, Outback Steakhouse. I like their bread. I don't remember Outback Steakhouse's bread. Is that like a big... Uh, it's like oh, it's a loaf, loaf of what looks like... The pumpernickel. Yeah, like pumpernickel is it, or it, something. That is good. And it's I very think... soft and they give you that spreadable butter. That butter cheesecake? is very spreadable. Nope. Cheesecake Factory for the win. What's really? the Cheesecake Factory's bread? It's like a dark multigrain bread. It is amazing. Yeah. Is it crispy? Is it soft? It's soft. All right. I all feel right. like I out can't of do crispy too much. I feel like out of all of these uh choices, the Cheesecake Factory is the best restaurant out of all of them. Yes. Out of your, I don't care what they restaurant. Out of at, in the class of, I don't care what they say. There's a microwave in the back, and most of the food's being put through a microwave. Yes, the Cheesecake Factory, I think, is the best one out of out of that class. I think they actually make the most stuff there in that restaurant. But I know yes. that they're Maybe still I, just boiling bags and stuff like that. I haven't I haven't been to a Texas Roadhouse ever. I don't think. Have you? Me either. No. Um, now I have to go just I for the I can't bread. remember the last time uh, that I went to a Red Lobster. No, but the Cheddar Bay Biscuits are legendary, I will say. Yeah, they're really good. <gasps> they're pretty damn good. Like, everything at Red Lobster blows, but those Cheddar Bay Biscuits are, like, <laughs> severely legitimate. 
Is it bad? Because, you know, chain restaurant seafood. I don't know. I mean, I've ne- I haven't been there ever, I don't think. I feel bad but, because the uh, last time we talked about this, a lot of people reached out to me and said that they go to Red Lobster, but I, I must. Hey, maybe it's good. I don't I, know. I haven't been there in years. I, I must maintain. The tr- I, I must if be I, truthful. It's, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. It's cheaper, you know, so there's that, but. I had a bad experience at Sizzler. Sizzler's no good. Well, at least the one I went to. Sizzler. We going to Sizzler. You know, it's funny. I I went to a Sizzler, and then like two months later, it was closed down. It was one. I feel like they knew, and they were just phoning it all in, and that we were just getting what was left. (laughs) It was not not good at all. So I can't say all Sizzlers bad. Just the one I went to, probably. Right. Do Sizzlers still exist? They do. They really there do. There was one out here. Wow. And it was not good. It's gone now. Really? I was going to say, if there's any restaurant chain that's not going to survive a global pandemic, it's it's Sizzler. It's one <laughs> built around a salad bar. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I what was the one? I like Roy Rogers. Is there, are there any Roy Rogers anywhere in the world? Anymore? Yes. At rest there stops. There are a few. At rest, rest stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, because yeah, they just out here. Because they just license the name at this point, then it's just it's just the name and just awful roast beef. Yeah, but and... the food is is different. It's not like you're getting, you know, McDonald's food under the Roy Rogers name. It's a different way of making the food, I guess. No, but I'm saying yeah. it's probably whoever runs the rest stop just licensing the name and just putting their their French fries and their whatever their shit is through the yeah. through the mill. It's not like a real legit I thing. Love- I um I went to a restaurant. I took uh, my wife and I went up to Mystic, Connecticut, a couple of years ago before the kids were born, and uh, we had this like romantic weekend, and we stayed at this place, and it was like this. Uh, we booked this place because there was like a fireplace in the room, and she was obsessed with fireplaces Ooh. in the room. So I was like, oh, and this was bef- this was pre TripAdvisor being like super good and oh, detailed no. with photos. So I was like, oh, there's just a there's a, a fireplace in the room. I'm like, this will be great. You know, we'll do we'll you know, we'll do it up. We get there. It's like the worst shitty IKEA oh, no. fireplace. Yeah, it's just it, the whole thing is awful. And I'm like, ah, whatever. It's plug in. It's plugged into the wall, you flick a switch, it like, you know, picture comes up. It's just it's not a fireplace at all. It's just awful. Oh, wonderful. So we're like, ah, we'll make the best of it, you know. So we go out for like this romantic dinner, like at the place. Cause it was like we were gonna like try and like stay at the place, like a resorty thing. We go and the meal was okay, you know, it was nothing crazy right right about whatever. Friggin', I swear to you, like three, maybe four months later, that restaurant shows up on restaurant rescue, whatever the Gordon Rams. <laughs> no way. That's I hilarious. <laughs> I never felt more sick oh. in my life four months after the fact. It oh, was no. so disgusting. Did they show like old meat? Oh, there was Holy just gross oh. kitchen bugs and raw meat. And it was it was the yeah, it was the all star game of of restaurant and rescue. It was just awful. It was just everything wrong with a restaurant. Uh, the owners didn't understand. care. Like, don't, do these people watch these shows like anybody who owns a restaurant? Whenever there's a problem with your restaurant, it's ninety nine percent of the time. You're serving shitty food from a filthy kitchen. That's that's the problem. Yeah, basically. 
Well, it it basically becomes an owner that doesn't even care anymore. And they're just like, whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's 99% of the time. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a direct correlation between hoarders and and restaurant rescue there. (laughs) Like, like there's there's like just like if you if you take a lazy restaurant owner and tick them just one more notch over to laziness, they become a hoarder. That's that's really it. You have a slightly more motivated hoarder that is part of restaurant review i know i keep saying there's actually there's actually a few episodes there's one in particular i'm thinking of with gordon ramsay when it's kitchen nightmares and there was a guy who was a hoarder and he had a restaurant and it was one of those places that had like all the stuff on the walls like you'd see like a bicycle tire yeah gross like a lawnmower stapled to the wall you know and then you go to the back like storage of the restaurant and it's just filled with all kinds of bullshit crap and it was disgusting and dirty and he had a problem so they like pulled it all out and like threw it in a dump and he the guy was like beside himself with like oh god i need all this stuff i i don't get these people that are married to all this crap i i really don't and then i also don't understand these places that are like that they like like if there's if there's more than like three fake plants in your restaurant i'm not eating there i'm just i'm no. turning around and I'm doing leaving. something wrong yeah because once you get those things and I, I feel like those are in old pizzerias sometimes like they just get all cobwebby and gross and you got to clean That's them and true. then you don't want to clean Dusty. them. it's just disgusting stuff to clean yeah people throw their food and their whatever into the plant and you're like just get rid of the plants it's just get rid of oh, the stupid no fake plants <laughs> just the clean wall that's that's really it you know that's, that's all, all we really want all right so none of you guys like olive garden's bread the the bread over there at olive garden it's good but i wouldn't say it's as good as cheesecake factory bread yeah again olive garden i haven't been to in a long time i I don't know. I, I, the best one I could think of is uh, is Outback on that list. It's the only one I that I like. Olive Garden bread has that weird like Subway bread quality of like how is this really bread? Like, like it's like that like light super doughy, fluffy substancey thing. Yeah, like if you found yeah. out tomorrow, like hey, it's not really bread. It's this magical thing they created. You'd be like, I'm not surprised about that. <laughs> it's a bunch of chemicals they threw together, and it looks like bread. Right. <laughs> exactly. Looks like bread. Tastes like bread. <laughs> Like, like it was created more by a scientist than a chef, I feel, that, that bread. <laughs> That's possible. I don't know how many scientists they got at Olive Garden, but they're using too much salt. Right. <laughs> you think? Um, yeah, so I can't. I mean, I would probably put. I do like Cheesecake Factory. I feel like Cheesecake Factory would probably be the best option on this. I'm going to go with Janine on this one. Although Thank I do. You. I like I, Outback. There is something about Outback where I feel like that bread is genuine and they give you those big and huge knives. I love a big fucking knife. Yeah, a giant. <laughs> yeah. It could be a butter knife and a steak knife. Right. You right. Just, and you smear that butter and that butter is so soft all the time. It's so good. Good stuff. What? You said smear. Yeah. No good. Oh, no. You don't smear things. <gasps> I schlep yeah, and schmear. I don't like that. I, I do a little bit of everything there. You schmear. I schmear it in there. Schmear this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, here's the other thing. I'll, I'll, here's the other compliment I want to give out back. Coldest salads ever. I feel oh, like yes. their salads are better than their steaks. Exactly. The salads are pretty good, know. right? The steaks are good. The steaks are okay. But I like the fries, too. 
and the bacon and the cheese melted all over it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I don't really remember yes. those, but I feel like every restaurant should take a take a. That's the one thing they could take from Olive Garden. Just stick your salad in a freezer for five seconds before you bring it on out to me. It's nice and cold. Right, I love on. that. I love a cold salad. That's the best. Yeah. This is the part where you say the next thing. <laughs> I just wanted I wanted my salad comment to stay out there a little bit longer for Man, like it hung out there. <laughs> By the way, I you feel like that some bitch that I feel like the worst thing at Olive Garden is the is the blossom there, the uh the awesome blossom. That sucks. Or the blooming onion? Or the blooming onion. Yeah, oh, at, at Chili's it's the awesome blossom. Oh, the awesome blossom. At Chili's, it's a, it's an awesome blossom, right? and Outback, it's the it's the blooming onion. That's right. Okay, no, the right, blooming right. onion was cool the first year. That was it. After that, it's been just like a shitty, oily, just give me Ajita now dish. It's it not good. Twenty six hundred calorie item. Yeah, it's disgusting. you know it was good that I had only once, and I don't know if they even still have it anymore. At Fridays, I believe they had the fried uh, string beans. It was like French fries, but they were. Oh, yeah. Fried string beans. They still have them, I think. That's disgusting. Yeah, fried green beans. With a spicy like wasabi sauce, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't really care. I for think that. so. And you, you, you didn't feel like a, a huge you know, mess because you were like, oh, it's, it's, it's a string bean. You're, it's it's vegetable. vegetables. How are the fried? Yeah, we just had a, we had a friend gathering and Janine brought fried pickles. I didn't have any. How are the fried pickles? Are they good? Oh, they, they were, were very good. good. Yeah. Did you make them or did you get them somewhere? Oh, I, of course, made them. Okay. Yeah, just, call, just call her no, Smoking Sal <laughs> over there. <laughs> I got them from Smoking Al's. <laughs> hey, they were good. No, they were pretty Some, good. I think your husband put uh, one of them on a hot dog, right on the top of the hot dog. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think really? about that. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, why not? Next time. I'm one of those guys who likes like a pickle on a hot dog or like cold tomato on a hot dog. Yeah. What's the place that dresses up the hot dog? It has like all those different weird, you know, like a million. I don't know, but that's big in like Detroit, like Detroit. They have like the Coney dog there. It's like raw onions and all that kind of stuff on it. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's like Sonic. Is that what it was? Oh, Sonic, I think has it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sonic is the chain that does that. Yeah. I don't they, think I, they always look good. The Sonic Burgers, yeah. Frank looks like one of the guys in the Sonic commercial. He, he looks like one of the dudes. That's the <laughs> in the old commercial, the old Sonic commercial. I don't think they run that one anymore. Do they don't have the two guys in the car anymore? I don't think so. Oh, what I don't think I looked like maybe from the side the profile, pointing nose. You did it. You did before you got all old looking. There we are now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. You guys got anything else? I got Janine coughing on, on my uh, my right here. Yeah, Janine's been drinking alcohol throughout this entire episode in a coffee mug like a true addict. Yeah, you don't got a problem I there. I heard she's mug. Yeah. It's not chocolate oh, milk in there. What's right, in? No, definitely, definitely not. What's in there? No. What does it say? It says Hershey's. <laughs> Is that from your but recent trip to Hershey? That's right. Oh, my goodness. You bought a mug? Well, only because of the top. How it oh, closes. Well, how does it close? How does it? 
like the top, you could it like it's spill proof. Oh, so it's. Oh. Sl- uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe when you operate it correctly. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that nineteen ninety five for that? <laughs> it was actually half price, so it was ten dollars. So. Oh good. I can't. I I have a one of those. Uh, what do they call them? Turvis. Antigo. Is this a turvis? Oh, okay, yeah. I don't like the yeah. I don't like like I'm drinking out of a Turvis right now. This is a Turvis, like the clear with the like the patch. The future. Yeah, but I have one like a travel Turvis with a top. I <coughs> and I use it for coffee. I hate it. The, like you, there's never I've never found a thermosy thing that I liked. They all get skeevy and disgusting after like two months of using them. They're just they're just gross. You gotta you gotta wash them. No, I do wash. Like you, of course you wash them, but like, like I'll wash it out, and then there's something about like I think that's the problem. Like after you wash them for a while, like I'll put a freshly washed, like I'll scrub the the bejesus out of this thing, freshly washed, whatever. I'll put my coffee in. I'll take one sip. I'll put it down, and the coffee has infiltrated all the little cracks in the not cracks, but like all the little like spaces in the in the closing mechanism. Do you? It turns it black right away. Do you dishwasher it? I will do both. See, I think the dish, I don't think the dishwasher is safe, maybe, because it might mess with all the stuff Mm -hmm. and everything gets in the crevices. Maybe it makes it more porous somehow. I I would hand wash these things. That's what I think. But even in a hand wash, like those, those sealable, it won't spill things. I think there's just too many little, it's, it's too disgusting after a while. Yeah, that's true. I think that they should they should sell those things with like six tops on them. Like you just roll through a top and then when you're done, you just throw it out and then you just move on to the second top. Now you're talking. I think that's defeating the whole purpose of uh, being greener and, and having your own travel mug. Why not just buy a, you know, a coffee cup. That's why. Yeah. I'd much rather just give me a, give me a coffee cup. I could throw away at the end of the day. Like I much right. prefer that than those Bye. things. Am I the only one that's just hearing this word turvis for the first time? You've never heard no. of a Turvis before? No, that sounds like a made-up word from the planet Neptune. Frank. Okay, on that note. All right, Janine. Janine's yeah, got to drive a. I drive a Ford Turvis. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Frank is Frank is stuck in 1994. I'm telling you, it's 1994. The Rangers just won the World Cup. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't use the phone when I'm on the internet. All right, drunkie, we'll let you go. <laughs> Yeah, you're gone. Let's dial up. <laughs> Is it? That was good. <laughs> Wave goodbye to Janine, everybody. There she goes. Bye, Bye Janine. Janine. Bye. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Tervis has been a thing for like ever. They're like the plasticky like things that they, you know. A plastic cup? Yeah, but they're like a brand. They're like Tervis brand. And they have like the tops on them. Oh, and okay. Like... I thought that was like the style of cup is a Tervis style cup. It's a name. It's the brand name. It's the brand name, but they were the ones who kind of made this style of cup where it's like, like the cup is on the inside and you don't touch it so that it doesn't drip. Do you see, like, do you see how the, the water's on the inside? It looks like you're getting more than you're actually getting. Right. You're getting less liquid, but there's that space in there so that the water doesn't like drip. It doesn't make like a mess everywhere. 
Like that's what they were like famous for coming condensation. up. Condensation. The condensation. They're condensation people. And then they went ahead and just started sticking patches in there in their cups. So Hey, you add ten bucks to that every time you do that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Service. All right, I think we'll leave it there, Frankie C. Let's uh let's end this service before it uh stinks up the place. <laughs> All right, my favorite part of this episode besides Janine just spilling the thing was equating the Astro Van to the Hitler mustache. I think that was that's a point of brilliance. Way to people. compliment yourself. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> no shame. This is the no shame podcast. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it there. Appreciate you guys watching or listening all the way to the end. Thank you so much. Remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and get those bell notifications on YouTube. You can also follow us on Facebook so you get those notifications. And, uh, of course, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and everywhere else. Links available at anthonyonair.com. That's Frankie C. Janine's already got her head in the toilet. I'm Anthony, and we'll see you on the next episode. (laughs) Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 